How is it for for you and the ProCom team right now as far as your COVID-19 response and being back to work? Yes, yeah, so we're, we're doing well. We have uh, maintained work throughout the entire time. Mm-hmm. And we started by taking a lot of the uh, administrative and office functions out of the building. And we just left the production team here with the production manager for a number of weeks. And since uh, we started to, some of the restrictions started to be lifted, we've started to slowly introduce some more of the team yeah. um, back into the office areas over the last sort of couple of weeks or so so what are you percentage wise now with people back in the offices 60 percent okay okay you're slowly but surely getting there slowly but surely getting there we don't want to rush it we want to take it take it slowly take a staggered approach and with a with a view to to hopefully um getting everybody back a, a bit more permanently um from september but we'll still have some different ways of working i think we're still going to try to limit the amount of people that we have on site at any one time and you know have some people working a bit more flexibly yeah at which location are you in you're in the one in in the uk i'm assuming yeah, in Wellingborough, okay. which is sort of the Midlands in the in the middle of the country. <laughs> okay. Are you? Do you also oversee the other locations as well for Procom? No. no? Okay. Oh, for, not for Procom, no. So um, I just look after the UK site here. Mm-hmm. How is it locally where you are as far as, you know, the, the virus? Has it been somewhat under control and, and people are slowly integrating back into normal life? Yeah, that's the that's what has been happening. Unfortunately, we've just heard uh, towards the end of last week that a couple of the areas that are particularly local to where we are based um, is having a rise in cases, and potentially there may be looking at doing a local lockdown. Yeah, in a, in one or two of the surrounding areas, which is a, obviously a difficult situation, um, and may affect a, a small percentage of some of our employees who yeah. work with us, but. That, that's the way that we are approaching it in the UK now is that rather than going into a full lockdown, we will go into like local lockdowns mm-hmm. for the, sp- the space of a fortnight. And that's where that's what we may see. Hopefully not. From an HR perspective, how much of a challenge has this been for you? For me? Yeah. Well, it's something I've never um, experienced before, as I suppose yeah. for everybody. And it has... Uh, there was lots that needed to be done quite quickly, but I've been very lucky that we've had a really supportive team. We've I've found it beneficial working with Procom in that some of our other um, entities in in other countries were slightly ahead of us, mm-hmm. so we could take a lead from from what they were doing and take some guidance and some advice and some of the tools and that that they were using to make sure that when we um, saw that the lockdown would be coming in the UK, that we were in the right place to be able to implement the measures swiftly. And everybody here has, has been fantastic in supporting us to make sure that we keep everybody in the facility as safe as we can. Yeah, no, and that's good. And, and I hope, hopefully it sounds like, I don't want to say people have gotten comfortable with this, but it's fallen into a kind of cadence recently here over the last month, six weeks or so of, okay, this is what we have to do for the foreseeable future. So let's just get used to it. Um, Let's work this. Let's just kind of continue to reduce the risk, reduce the exposure, um, try not to spread anything so we can be done with this stuff sooner rather than later. So I'm assuming that's the same where you are and where I am. So 
Absolutely. Uh, what we have found is that people um, actually wanted us to implement additional measures to try to keep themselves and everybody safe and keep the business running and keep their families yeah. and everybody safe. So it was really good at the at the start um, when we sort of said, what else is there that we could do to make you guys, especially the production team, feel more comfortable on site? And they were making suggestions for things that could be done. And they really have um, taken on board and supported us in, in all of the measures that we've put in place by either complying with them or by actually completing a lot of them themselves, such as the additional cleaning routines and yeah. you know making sure that all of the Screening, it's done, etc. So. Yeah, so you are uh, Amphenol Procom, which I guess to give it a, a description, I've talked to Alan Spencer before. Um, yes. Yep. So I know Alan a little bit, and him and I have worked a little bit as well. And, and we did a podcast episode uh, uh, early this year, I think. Um, and, you know, I know a little bit about Procom because I know they're trying to get into a little bit more of the military and aerospace market, which is where I predominantly work. Um, but it's antennas, right? For all intents yeah. and purposes, antennas or, or products similar to antennas. Um, that is not your background, though. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> so you did not come from a technical background, uh, engineering or anything like that. Um, and in fact, your previous work experience was probably as far away from antennas as, as could, it could possibly be. be. <laughs> yeah. So you spent a lot of time before you came to Procom. We'll come back to Procom in a bit, but you did predominantly your work in the retail industry. So where did you, what company did you work for? And just if you could go through some of the highlights of that over the years. Yeah, okay. So I worked for Sainsbury's, which is uh, one of the second largest UK supermarket. Okay. Um, and I started there at 16 as a part-time job with uh, work, wow. working on the checkouts of a yeah. weekend. Yeah. Um, and I left there in 2018, 23 years later. Wow. So, yeah, a really long um, an enjoyable career with them I, I had so um starting from working on the checkouts and then just working my way uh, through the company to to do um a sort of department manager's role and then after about nine years or so uh, somebody approached me and said would I like to move into the personnel function as mm -hmm. it used to be called all them years ago um, and I moved over into the personnel function um, and then yes yeah, spent uh, about uh, 12, 13 years in, within the HR function. What did you like about it? What did I like? I liked the the variety of the role. So it was a generalist HR role, which in, incorporated from recruitment to L&D mm -hmm. um, and all, you know, sort of managing all of the teams within the shop, business partner in the store managers. Um, I was lucky enough to uh, move around a number of shops within my time there. So... Um, I think I was all over the different places as well within the UK. So, okay. yeah, it was a very varied role and yeah, it was just very enjoyable. Always worked with a really great team of people. How many locations do they have around the country? Now, over a thousand. Oh, OK. Yeah. So that's a lot. Then, yeah. Yeah. So and uh, then they... Um, uh, just a couple of years before I left, they started to take on some other businesses and amalgamate with Arts, uh, Argos, which is a, a big supplier within the UK. So, yeah, they started to branch out into different areas as well. So really grew their 
they grew even more than what they were previously. That's similar to the company you work for now. Yes. <laughs> Similar, very different at the same time. Sure. So so what prompted you then to look to do something different and, and move on to something else? So I had been in HR, as I said, for a number of years, and the role had evolved significantly over time. Um, just at the time I left, I was looking after five shops with, yeah. uh, within a region. So you wasn't so much in the day to day. And then there was going to be a, a further change to the structure, um, which made some of the roles more specialist. Mm -hmm. So there would be fewer roles on each region um, as the business was set up. And yeah, they, as I said, they would be more specialised roles. So it would either perhaps be an L&D role or there would be a, an employee relations role. And I just decided that I thought it would probably be the time for me to do something different. So um, it gave me the opportunity to be able to move away from yeah the, the business that I'd been in and, and go somewhere else. Was it scary? It was very scary after yeah. 23 years. Very yeah. scary. So how That's did all you... Yeah, right. I mean, that's uh, you're... <laughs> in a sense, institutionalized. And I don't mean that yeah. in a bad way, but you, you no. just are. You're just so used to a certain rhythm, a certain cadence of how you work, the company you work for, the people, so on and so forth. I can imagine such after... such a great understanding yeah. of the business when you've been there for that length of time. And albeit such a large company, you have uh, such a large network of people that you've built up over that amount of time that, yeah, to leave that behind was... The thought was uh, definitely quite daunting at the time. <laughs> now, did you have a family and everything? Yes. Yeah. Yes. But they were supportive of it. I yeah, imagine absolutely. they were, or otherwise you wouldn't have done it. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, so I can imagine that would be very daunting. You're taking, in essence, a leap of faith to do something different. How did you ultimately connect then with Amphenol Procom? So I connected with Amphenol Procom through a friend who mm -hmm. was working here. Um, and obviously they just made me aware that a role would become available. And so I came for an interview, um, which was conducted remotely because uh, Judy, who's my manager, is based in Denmark. Mm -hmm. So I had a, a, an initial uh, meeting that was uh, through through a Skype function. Right. Um, and, yeah, and then flew to Denmark and met the team yeah. over there, um, and here I am. So it worked out. You get hired. How long did it take you, or are you still working on, exactly what Procom does? <laughs> still working on exactly what Procom does. <laughs> so in your words, I, all right, so I'll put you on the spot here, right? You're, what, almost two years in to Amphenol yep. Procom? So if you, if someone said out and out and about in town, well, what's the company do that you work for? What would you say? I say that we design and manufacture antennas that are used within the public sector. Oh, that's good. Okay. All right. That's, that, I guess that pretty much covers it, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It can be quite difficult sometimes to explain <laughs> to yeah. people in any great depth what it is that yeah, is no, quite that's, unknown that, to that's people. A, that's a good point. So were you... Was it daunting for you when you first got into the facility and saw the manufacturing and you just look around like, I have no idea what's going on here? Or could you uh, compartmentalize that and go, it doesn't really, I don't necessarily need to know how this works. 
I just need to know how to to help the people that are here um, with all of the things that go with working, as well as find good people to continue working here. Yeah, that's exactly the approach I okay. took upon joining. Is that the 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 skill set, the HR skill set, and all of the uh, you know the things that I'd learned and with, throughout the years was, was quite easily transferable over to the business from a HR point of view. Yeah, it's the it is the other the other things such as the product knowledge and the the knowledge of manufacturing that is still something that I continue to try to develop further. How much does that help you in in knowing that, knowing more about the business, um, knowing the products, maybe a little bit about the technologies, you know, from an HR perspective, regardless of what Amphenol division it is, or really anywhere you work, how how important is it for you as an HR professional to know those types of things, or at least have a general understanding of it? Yeah, I think it's important to have a, a general understanding of those things um, so that we... Um, understand the business that we work in and the challenges potentially that the people face on a day-to-day basis and how we can continue to support them in their job role and how we can continue to develop them further what else we can introduce into the business that that supports you know the main part of the business such as the the manufacturing sector. How much have you had a chance to since you've been on board interact not only with the other uh, divisions that Procom is a part of, but just within the entire corporation itself, all the various divisions and the HR uh, professionals. How much have you had a chance to interact with them? So, in February or March time of 2019, we were able to um, meet with the other HR managers of the UK site. Yeah. Um, to uh, understand each other's businesses a little bit more and get to meet each other and see where we could share some best practice and share some support each other a bit further. And then in November of 2019, I was able to go to the Europe um, HR meeting that was hosted in Germany, where I got to meet all of the other European HR managers and a large proportion of the HR team from the US, Mm -hmm. so including Dave and his team and all of the HR um, directors for the different groups. That was the first chance that I had to to meet the wider HR team. <laughs> and how was that? Oh, it was it was really enjoyable. So it gave me the opportunity to understand far more about Amphenol as an entire business. Yeah, um, and all of the specific groups and and who led them teams and and what their main products were and how big the teams were and the locations. Um, and then it also um, gave us the opportunity to, to have some, some great fun and team building experiences as well. Yeah. And that's as important, if not more so, I think, than anything else is being able to network, um, you know, sit down in a less formal setting, get to know people, um, because it only helps you then once you get back to your job, you don't, you don't feel like you're just trying to have to figure this out by yourself. You can tap into a bunch of different resources, you know, now around the world in order to help you out in, in understanding how to how to navigate this. And then and then of course we get to this current situation where no one knows how to navigate it. Through this last few months, this last four plus months that we've had to deal with uh, the coronavirus and the effects of that, especially on the working environment, have you 
come across anything that was completely new to you or foreign to you? Have you learned anything new from this entire situation? Or has the training and the experience that you've had over the years really made it fairly easy to react and be proactive with your employees through this time? I think that the yeah the skills and the training that you've had allows you to um, know how to approach the situation, albeit new. How to in, how important it is to engage with the team and try to support them through it. Um, I think there are things, new things that we will have learned. Mm-hmm. Um, there's from there's such as the skills that we may have picked up, such as. Uh, understanding contact tracing and so things that potentially you won't have come across before um however some of it is is stuff that we will have approached before but i think what i have learned is how quickly we were able to adapt how great we were allowing the business enabling the business to continue yeah um, during such a difficult time how everybody came together to support each other regardless of location or geographical location um and yeah adapt to new ways of working i think and which is probably something that as i said will continue for it for a longer period of time initially but probably into the future how things may change more permanently as as a result of this finally last question for you um we'll do a non-work one here during this time though how have you kept yourself sane and and not go crazy you know in your in your personal life with home with your family uh you know what have you been doing to make sure that you keep a a level head on your shoulders during this time that's a difficult one I think it's just, you know, everyone do anything in particular. Okay. It seems like half of the U.S. here uh, has tried to learn how to make sourdough bread, for example. I I don't know why, Uh but that's been one of those things. You know, you you develop your starter and, you know, you, I don't know. I have not tried it. Um, You know, I've sat out on my back deck and read or something, but I didn't, I don't know if there's anything that you have done in particular that is just kind of like, yeah, you know what, this isn't so bad. No, nothing in particular, it, it, but it hasn't been a bad experience. I was able to uh, work, continue to work from home and mm-hmm. try to support my children in their homeschooling. And yeah. potentially it was just that it was so busy that it just happened. I, I like to, um, I like it, I think, when we are under some type of pressure to try and it just naturally just get into the flow of things and, yeah. and get things done. So, Oh, I, I like that. Yeah. You just, you like to perform under pressure. It's a little bit more exciting, not yes. so boring and monotonous. Well, that this certainly has not been boring and monotonous. That's for sure. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you, Lisa. I appreciate you taking the time to, to speak with me today. Um, you know, I hope everything continues to go well and you continue to incorporate more employees back into the facility at Procom. And hopefully at some point we could actually meet in person instead of through the, the webcam of the Zoom call. That would be great. All right. Thank Thanks you. again. Thank you.